From News Chopper 11, hovering just outside the Crab Nebula, it's Nerd News from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. Queen Bee. <laughs> and Sprockets. And we are doing our usual monthly nerd news edition of Muscle Life from Asteroid G, going over all the topics that can affect us politically and nerdetry and whatever else you can think of. So I guess the first thing we need to discuss, there's going to be a lot of politics this time around, I can already feel it, is the fact that Joe Biden has selected his vice presidential running mate, Kamala Harris. How do we feel about that? I mean, I didn't like Joe Biden, and I... <laughs> So we can start there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. okay I'm not saying well, I'm, I'm going to vote for him still, but yeah, because yeah. you're not dumb. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not put, put words that in out there, Beth. Yeah. Okay. It's the whole thing of like we played this last election. We can't play this this election. Yeah. There's. I didn't care for Hillary either, and I still voted for her too. Yeah. I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw it on the ground. <laughs> okay, so with Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, however you want to pronounce her Kamala, name. Kamala, I think is how it's pronounced. Kamala Harris. Um, if, if you guys have been listening to the news at all, unfortunately I do. Um, yeah, Trump same. is now starting a rebirther movement to try to say that she's not an American-born citizen. However, because both of her parents are immigrants. Um, well, ironically, I mean, Oakland's still is the... his. So are his. So right? um, yeah. uh, she she is half Indian and half African American. She was born in California. So Which is all it takes. She... That right there is the only Oakland. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteenth Amendment works. clarifies who needs to be what. Yeah. Um, and so she is an Amor- Amer- American born citizen. Um, <laughs> and so she does qualify to be VP. Um, so with that said, um, out of everybody who's on any ticket right now, she's the only one I actually like. Um, and the reason I like her specifically is because she is a strong woman figure. And if Biden kicks the bucket, I'd like her as president. Oh yeah. Fully agree there. I don't mind her. I don't think she's bad. I, I don't know that much about her in comparison to Biden, for example, or Warren or Sanders. And I would have totally been on board with Warren as president. Um, mm-hmm. Well, me too. But but it's the thing of, I know more, I, like, she has more of a personality to me than whoever it was that ran with Hillary last time. Tim something. Tim Kane. Tim Kane, thank you. I was going to say yeah. Tim Rice, and I'm like, isn't he the guy that composed the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack? <laughs> don't, I don't think he ran for president. I mean, Kane <laughs> was just flavorless. Like He was. He, he's, he's like that gum you've already chewed for a couple seconds and gone, yeah. wow, what happened? Like, And when they announced him, I was like, out of all of the, the <laughs> potential VP candidates, that's where you land on? Mm-hmm. And your only reasoning is to try to woo the Catholics? That okay. don't like him to begin with. Was it okay. was, was it an animate ball of uh, pocket lint unavailable? Like what? What? <laughs> like because that's what he like in human form. That's all he came across. Even in the de- vice presidential debate, the one time where someone is supposed to be on the attack, like his attacks were so bland and like just limp. Honestly, yeah. he, he was like a noodle. Just like, like if, eh. <laughs> if he was arguing with anyone other than 
Mike Pence, it would have been disastrous. Oh, yeah. It's just <laughs> my, my, Mike Pence is, like, so white bread that even Wonder Bread has problems selling him. Like, like <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's not even, like, Wonder Bread or white bread. No. He's more like white bread gluten-free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like no he looks sugar like or it. substance. The yeah. happiness is gone. <laughs> there, there's no soul there. Well, and he also there's can't no be eaten by women. Bread. So yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed that one thing because that's what I immediately thought. Like, okay, is his wife going to be right next to him during the vice presidential debate? Since he's not going to do it on Zoom. It's going to yeah. be on Zoom. Yeah, but still, it's funny. It's oh like God. you can't share a meal with a woman. How's he going to share the debate stage? Yeah. Yeah. She's going to wipe the floor with him. I don't oh, think. No, I she's a great wait. debater. I might like, actually watch that. <laughs> but my biggest issue with her is that in the midst of like the BLM movement, um, it's like, okay, so our VP candidate is going to be a cop. Cool. Not a cop. A, a district well, attorney. Well, a prosecutor. Yeah. But like she's, I don't know. I, I feel like her... Her uh, track record as a DA is a little. Yeah, well, and that would have been an issue. Mixed. That would have been an issue if Trump hadn't merely come out with all the racist bullshit that he's doing. Because mm. now, instead of people actually worrying about how she'd be uh, as a prosecutor and whether or not to hold that against her, like in the black community, because of how tough she was on crime, I mean, it would, would wasn't a big deal for Republicans. Any of them that were going to vote for her, which is few, are actually going to be happy that she was tough on crime. But the black community yeah. could have actually had an issue. But because Trump is being so racist towards her, they're like closing ranks, as I was reading in articles recently, and uh, being like, well, you can't attack her. That's If anyone's going to have a problem with her, that was our job, the black community, to do. Yeah. But you doing it is completely uh, is, is offensive. Like, let us handle our business. Don't do that yourself, you know? Exactly. And, and like, politics aside, like, I like her as far as, like, I respect her. You know, because I didn't really respect Tim Tim Kaine that much, and I don't don't know how I feel about Joe Biden. She at least has but, personality. Yeah, she has personality. She has fire. But my big thing too is that, like during the uh, the presidential debates earlier in the year when she was running for president as well, like she was straight up called Joe Biden a racist, like. He had a track like, record that was questionable like 20, 30 years ago, which honestly, any senator serving for that long probably has a record that's questionable if you go back oh, far. Oh, for sure. I mean, like the, the crime bill was an abomination. Yeah. I mean, but, you're, you're, we're looking at the, how, how far the country has come in 60 years, like the Civil Rights Act of the 1960s. And it's only been 60 years since then, quote unquote, only. But that's a lot of progress that you have to take into account. And like a lot of the stuff they had, she had problems with on Joe Biden's record was split the difference in the middle of there 30 years ago. Country has moved further since then. If you go and look at anyone who served 30 years ago, you're going to have problems with their record on race, their record on gays, their record on mm -hmm. other things. It's whether or not they learned and grew is the important part. And from what he, how he talks and the, the messages that he sends out, you feel like Biden has at least grown on any of the topics that you had issues with from him in the past. Yeah, and that's my yeah. thing about him. It's like, as long as he's willing to listen to, uh -huh. you know, an opposing opinion or, like, a correction that's legitimate and and take it into consideration and adjust, then, I mean, 
Fucking hell, that's what we need. He's a steady hand, like, and that's... Like, he he's definitely not my first pick, but it's also... Eh, it's there not are a, a lot It's worse. not a lesser of two evils for me at this point. Like, a lot of people are like, well, they're all just the same, and voting for him is like voting for Trump. No, 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 no it's no. not. And if you're no, saying but... that, you're not paying attention. Yeah, that's you being whiny about how the game is and yeah. taking your ball, yeah. and it's like, you, you can't do that. We gotta be adults here. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see a younger candidate on, mm-hmm. like, yes. like at least I think a Gen Xer, because I feel like the Gen X population are, is just going to be skipped over, because the next one's going to be a millennial, I bet. But, or maybe, maybe a Gen Xer. But, like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm trying to think uh, since I was born in 84, so literally every president that I've experienced has been old as fuck. I think the youngest would be Obama. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's just, I, I would... think she has the ability to reach across the aisle because oh, for sure. of the committees that she's been on, the Senate intelligence committee, even the Republicans respected her. So, cause they have set Lindsey Graham, <laughs> let's just say Lindsey Graham oh, yeah. has said she is hard nosed. She's smart and she's tough. Well, right. Lindsey Graham's um, trying to claw his way out of the Donald Trump grave that he dug for himself. Right. Marco, yeah. Marco Rubio, Richard Bohr, and Roy Blunt have all praised her, saying that she's well-prepared, effective, and a quick study. So, um, sounds now a little she racist, needs... honestly. <laughs> did, did they also uh, say maybe. she enunciated well? Because I feel like they're really talking down to her at that point. She was so well-prepared. That's rude. Now, <laughs> but she has voted both sides too. So I think she actually takes everything independently. She doesn't just blatantly vote for something because it's Democrat or blatantly vote against something that's Republican. I yeah. think she she actually takes it into consideration with all of her education and she looks at it and she says, Okay, now if I were on the end of this stick would I think this this is fair? And so that's what we need. That's what we need right now because not everything that Republicans do is bad and not everything no. that Democrats do is good. Um, there is so much murky water out there right now that we have to look on both sides and basically try to come to an understanding on both sides because right now everything is Democratic or Republican with those two groups. And it has it has broken families in half. It has... Um, broken friendships in half. And mm-hmm. that's not how life is. We have to be adults. We have to pick up our ball and say, okay, we have to be able to play with our ball between both parties. Otherwise, this this will be a COVID end of the world. And I don't think it, it, anybody wants that right now. We all expect well, it, but I don't think anybody wants it. Well, like my thing is too, like with, with that is... I'm all, all okay, like, arguing about, with somebody or talking to somebody about where taxes should go, you know, because that's not really a fundamental belief structure. You know, it's like, well, I think education should have priority over the military. We can discuss that, but, like, people are drawing lines in the sand with, like, um, racism and and uh, um, gay rights and things like that and trans rights. And that's where I start having the difference of, you know, like, it's not strictly political anymore it's also so it's more social than it is political and you know before when people are like oh i'm super pro-life you know i can kind of excuse that because you know religion does weird things and whatnot but like i might not personally believe it but 
um, just like the blatant racism and I, I'm or boomerism, I guess is what you should call it. Um, I, it's just, I don't know. I think the, the white fragility of America right now is kind of bearing its teeth and it's a lot harder for, for me to push aside what I feel is right. Listening to people talk about how like George Floyd should have been murdered because he was doing something bad, you know, and things like that. So, I mean, I don't disagree. I think we should try to get along, but the, the elephant in the room is all the racism and whatnot. Well, obviously, you have to try to get along with everybody. I mean, it, for all of the um, things that I've had gone on in my life, all the things that your wife has witnessed, Josh, mm. the, um, you know, I was uh, approached by some African-Americans while doing my job. And I used to work in the center of Chicago. I've never been scared of anybody. I was scared of these two people. So... Mm. Um, saying that, you know, and then the next few days I went out and bought coexist stickers and blessed bee stickers and put them on the back of my cards so that people, when they actually see my car, don't think that I'm there as a threat because I do drive a black, you know, Ford, but I'm not there as a threat. I'm not trying to search them down. I'm not trying to do anything except my job. So hopefully yeah. the, when people see my car now, they'll get a, a sense of, oh, she's not that kind of person because they're, they're judging you based on oh. skin color just as much as white people have judged people for hundreds of years based on their skin color or their presumed skin and blood type um it, they're doing it's the opposite going on right now so we are in the crosshairs as much as they were in the crosshairs for the last two to four hundred years yeah but we really should be in the crosshairs <laughs> Well, yeah, I shouldn't I think... necessarily be in crosses. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. Just because it's... I'm white. I mean, if I did something terrible, I would agree. But I haven't done anything terrible. Yeah, so... it's just the sad byproduct of everything that's been going on. Because for them, I mean, it, it, it's like a, a defensive aggression reaction. Where it's like, you know, when you put up with so much shit and so much shit and so much shit, it doesn't matter who who the offender is. If they look like people who have treated you like shit you're you're gonna have a bias against them and it, it sucks it's such a human thing and it sucks but that's unfortunately where we're at right now but i mean i kind of i, I feel uncomfortable around like the classic karen look people and that's just from working retail so i can't kind of get that but i've not personally experienced any i don't know if it's like reverse racism or what like no it's it's just racism there's no reverse racism yeah it's just yeah because yeah, it, it's like different races if you're against a race but now it's yeah. now whatever. basically now the the um focus has been turned around so instead yeah. of white be white people being racist all the time um it's now that every other ethnicity is getting their chance to basically shit on white people which may be deserved mike no yeah. argument there. There, um, I have always said that white people suck. So, and I'm white. So, um, it, it, people in general suck. I think everybody just needs to kind of put on their boots, tie them tightly, get prepared for a storm because that's what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, and then when people do approach you, try to de-escalate mm -hmm. as often as possible. Um, 
you know, and I tried in that, in that situation with me, I tried to de-escalate them and they were just verbally abusive, just verbally abusive. So, um, I understand, you know, I get it. I get it. They're angry and they want to be mad at white people and they're going to find any opportunity to be mad. But, uh, aside from that, going back to Kamala Harris, I think she's a good choice. Um, oh yeah, that's what we were talking about first. I was yeah. like, how do we get on this? <laughs> okay, let's get back to this. Um, I think she's a good choice. Um, and I am I would be proud to vote for Biden based on his VP pick. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I have a I have a feeling that Biden's not gonna last a full four years. And I don't think it's like that conspiracy shit that's like, oh, Biden's gonna accidentally get pushed off the edge or a ledge and or he's gonna get corona within three months and die. Like I think he's yeah. gonna that, like, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about I mean, that. I, I kind of thought that, that beer was awful. Right. I could see that. Yeah, all Mike that QAnon have stuff. An, I mean, we've Mike been hoping have an to catch thought. COVID for months now, and that hasn't happened. Uh, what about the culling in D.C., Josh? Well, hold on, hold on. What was that you are going to mention, Becky? Uh, yeah, Mike, you had an interesting theory of about... uh, uh, Biden, like, basically going two years, be like, you know what? I mean, I've heard that. I've heard a couple places. I mean, it's just conspiratorial thinking, but it'd be interesting if he lasted a little over two years and then just decided to retire because he did what he wanted to. He got to be president, which is what he's been trying to do for four or five terms now. Mm -hmm. Um, If he retired after two years, Kamala Harris would take over and Kamala Harris would take over. And then she technically would qualify to run two more times if she wanted to. She could be a 10-year president if she felt like it. That's true. Yep. So... I, don't know, I feel like things. Veep is a, a playbook for this this run. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so calling in DC. Yeah. So this, I think it was uh, um, Monday or Tuesday. Okay. I forget which. Okay. Um, but uh, DC, which is owned by Warner Brothers, which is owned by AT and T. Okay, I thought I thought you were talking about Washington DC, and I'm like, what? What? People have died. Where, where did the? Oh okay. no. DC no. Comics and DC, DC Comics movies and so forth. Okay, continue. Uh, they had a a pretty big layoff of their editorial team. Mm-hmm. I think the number I read was anywhere from twenty to thirty three percent. I'd heard twenty five. Yeah. Um, and that affects so that affects their editorial team. That's more than like that's most of the people that were also working on the DC streaming service, DC Universe, mm-hmm. um, and their entire what DC Direct toy line as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think the DC collect- collectibles is done. Yeah. DC Universe is done, um, and all of the content is moving to HBO Max. More than likely. It's still running right now, but I keep expecting sooner or later I'm going to get an email saying, hey, we're moving you to HBO Max, and all the stuff you liked watching here is over there, which, okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I only knew one or two people actually had the DC Universe thing anyway, so... That was me. I liked it. I I actually really liked it, because it had a bunch of crap on there you can't find elsewhere. Like, yeah. as terrible as it was, the Aquaman pilot, which I finally got to watch from 2006, which is, again, <laughs> terrible. Uh, the old 1980s Superboy show that I kept needing to go back to watch. Uh, all the super, uh, Christopher Reeves Superman movies. A bunch of the old animated TV shows. The old serials. And, of course, 
it wasn't just TV and movies that was on there. They had, like, a huge selection of DC comic books. Yeah, like 25,000 different titles, I think. Yeah, just there. Could. Like, a lot of the new stuff coming out, too, that you could just, like, read digitally on the app and be like, awesome, I could pay for this, and if I don't like the comic, I didn't spend a bunch of money on it. Yeah. Like, well, it's a Jim great Lee service. Did say that's, the, Jim Lee did say that they're going to keep doing digital content because it'd be a waste of they have a to. lot of time and money. Yeah, they it's, have to. It's just... Will it be on an app, or will it build into HBO, or how are they going to do that at this point? Like, if this the app just gets subsumed into HBO fully, that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. But, yeah. like, if it's like, well, we're going to do this, but all the comics, you have to go over here and pay $5 a month to get this instead. I'll be like, no, nah, that's bullshit. I'm not paying for both. Yeah, no. Yeah. And and that's, uh, that's what I'm more curious about, too, is where that's going to head. Um, well, but... it raises a bigger issue, too, is... They're axing a bunch of their editorial staff and trimming down the amount of stuff that DC does in general, uh, which feels short-sighted because, okay, so DC is owned by Time Warner. Time Warner is owned by AT&T. AT&T mm -hmm. has put down these mandates and is part of the reason why that they're like pushing HBO so hard because they really, that's the HBO division of what they bought is one of the most successful things they have, especially when TV and cable is just going the way of the dodo at this point. Um, but... Disney gets a lot of material from Marvel. Not everything Marvel produces right now is good, but even the bad storylines like Civil War end up becoming billion-dollar movies when they go through mm -hmm. the Marvel Studios filter. Admittedly, yep. DC has not had that same kind of success that no, Marvel well, has. But if I, you... Huh? Oh, no, go ahead. I thought I was you were say, If you ax the comic book studio that's making all this content for you, what the hell are you going to feed off of long-term to make all your movies? I mean, DC hasn't used a comic book to reference their movies aside from character names ever. So there's that. Well, maybe they should start. And then they no, should make they their totally comic should. books. No, they totally should. Yeah. Like, because I can't... Like, I've, I've honestly not liked any of the DC movies. And admittedly, I haven't watched all of them yet because I'm just burnt out on superhero stuff. Ow. Um, you monster. No. Well... Yeah, it's been it's just a lot. Birds of Prey was good. Yeah. yeah, I've I've been meaning to watch that. I've yeah. heard it was good, but Birds like I don't like good. the. One of them was good. Aquaman was stupid but fun. Yeah, like I don't like any of the CW shows. I've tried to watch all of them, but they they're just soap opera lighting and bad acting, and it's I just. TV. <laughs> it's true though you know what something on the something going on uh aside from that it's still kind of on the lines of the calling of the dc universe um hbo max is discussing doing a green lantern yeah, yeah. they've been, they've been plotting that. a green lantern show which is one of the few true. reasons why i keep thinking about picking up hbo max because oh i love my lanterns right they, and according yeah. to a leak that came out just about 24 hours ago james marston is set to play hal jordan yes um uh, you know Yes. Is uh, locked in for John Stewart. Who? Uh, uh, jo Jovan Adepo. He was uh, in the Watchmen breakout. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, Linda Cardellini is set to play uh, Carol Ferris. That's a That's good cast bad, right yeah. there. Nice yeah. cast. And, and properly aged towards James Marston. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Michael K. Williams is reportedly in the running for Sinestro. Oh. Interesting. That's interesting. So instead of isn't traditionally Sinestro played by a white man? Sinestro's no. well, he's he's, he's only been played in live action once, and it was by a white dude. But it was by a white dude who's really known for playing villains. 
and okay. everyone what, in that the movie the comic is anyway. Is Sinestro a different color? He's, He's pink. Purple. Yeah, pink, okay. purple. It really doesn't matter. Okay, great. No. And plus, Michael K. Williams is amazing. You said Michael K. Williams, right? Yes, Michael K. Williams. Because yeah. I, heard, I, heard, I heard Josh say Tennessee Williams. Not Tennessee Williams, Michael K. Williams. Like, that is a different kind of character. <laughs> Son, I said that you came to my planet. <laughs> I watched the hell out of that. I think I would too. <laughs> Sinestro, the Southern gentleman. <laughs> but but I just hope that Michael K. Williams brings like one one hundredth of what he brought to the wire for Omar. Oh yeah. No, that'd be like, great. But Omar was also my favorite character in The Wire. Well, yeah, so. he was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so that that'll give you some update to the DC universe. Also, okay um, AMC. If you are not a Stubbs member, which we all we all cancel. Yeah, those I was clubs. going to mention theaters at this point. Yeah, um, AMC. Their first day open are going back to the 1920s, and they're going to be charging 15 cents per ticket. Well, are are there actually movies back. to show? They're yeah. they're gonna they're gonna have some movies to show. Yes, they're mostly showing um, uh, uh, re-releases at this point. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's also pretty big news for those people who are willing to go out to the theaters, which I'm not yet. Nope. So yeah, no, that... they said that by December, anyone who hasn't like unfrozen their AMC Stubbs account will have their AMC Stubbs account unfrozen because the theaters will be back open and everyone should come. And I'll be like, yeah, no, I think by that point I'm just gonna cancel. And yeah. <laughs> I'm not going back to the theaters until like 2022. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my thought too. Well, I mean, when you yeah. have when you have Mulan coming out on Disney Plus for thirty dollars that you can just rent, and it's not even a rent; it's like a rent buy thing. It's just permanently in your account the second you pay for it. Although, more than likely, you wait two or three months and it'll just be free in there anyway. Uh, and you have like Bloodshot came out to direct to DVD or direct to video, I should say. Bloodshot came out to direct to video. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to be coming out direct to video as well as in theaters. Uh, and you can pay like 20 bucks to watch that one in your home. It's the thing that I think Josh and I discussed a while ago, which is the when you have a really nice speaker system, when you have a really nice TV, when you have a 4K bl- a Blu-ray player, uh, when you can stream uh, 4K HDR to your TV, uh, and you have a bathroom right nearby, and you have snacks, and you don't have to worry about other people getting in your way... Even before there was a virus you had to worry about contracting, at a certain point, the theater-going experience loses its luster. The only thing it had going for it was it got movies six months before you got to watch them on streaming. But because of coronavirus, that's changing too, and most theaters aren't even, or most production companies aren't even worrying about that anymore. I feel like, and Josh, maybe you back me up on this, I feel like we're not even going to see movies being released solely to theaters again until 2022. I I would be surprised if theaters let or survive this. Like, Disney's going to buy at least one theater chain. I'm going to bet you money. It's going to own AMC, I'm sure. Yeah, well, that's the the Supreme Court ruling that struck down the whole ownership rules for theater companies. How, like, Mm -hmm. back from the 1930s or 40s, the Paramount rule that prevented production companies from owning theater chains so that you couldn't get, like, a top-to-bottom monopoly. That since that was thrown out, five to one says Disney buys at least one theater chain, if not as many as they can gobble up. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Disney presents AMC theaters, and yeah, no, I think I'm just going to watch everything at home at that point. Yeah, I mean, and if you think about it, like Mulan's twenty bucks, I would have probably saw or went to see Mulan in the theater. 
And that mean I'd have to pay for my ticket, my wife's ticket, and my daughter's ticket. And even and then, at thirty bucks, that still comes out. You still come out ahead because you don't have to pay seven dollars for a tub of popcorn, five exactly. bucks for a giant soda, five dollars for a bag of candy. Yeah. Yeah, and like if I need to go to the bathroom, I can just pause it. Exactly. Like I don't it's have to worry years. about. <laughs> I don't have to worry about finding a babysitter for my other daughter who's not old enough to go to a theater. Yeah. Like, no, no, and plus I have a decent sound system in a. 55 inch tv kick-ass tv yeah TV. yeah like yeah. like who cares at yeah. that point no and i like my I, I hate leaving my house anyway so even before the coronavirus i didn't yeah. want to leave my house like that's <laughs> and that's one thing like i don't understand about the anti-mask people because i love covering my face because i can make disgusted faces at you and you will ne- never know <laughs> like uh... i love it you don't have to see my face and and just yeah i love it but yeah. Oh. What else we gotta talk about? Any other topics? Um, uh, something about a mailbox. Yeah, the post well, office. One one more thing about like more geeky nerd stuff. The Mandalorian okay. trailer for season two is going to be coming out oh, really? uh, they're, they're later this month. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. there's they movement must, there. They must be filming in Canada or some Eastern European country. Probably. <laughs> where where you can actually film as opposed to the coronavirus laden United States. It's all in New Zealand. Yeah, I have to yeah. wonder how long it's going to be before The Walking Dead can come back since they film in Hotspot, Georgia. Oh, this is killing Georgia's film stuff, I bet. Oh, I'm positive. Yeah. But yeah, no, Mandalorian is cool. I liked the first season. Yeah, yeah I want to watch too. it again before we watch the, the second one. That, that's uh, the right time to do it. Yes. But yeah, I would agree with that. Anyway. So, post boxes. Josh, go. So... Some people believe this is uh, due to just blatant uh, voter interference, but I would be the, one of those. But sure, I I am too. But I was <laughs> trying to remain remain uh, Fuck, unbiased. Why would you want to do that? Shit. Fair, <laughs> but uh, the uh, United States federal government is starting to remove uh, mail processing machines for hot, like heavy duty use yep. and uh, mailboxes in mostly blue and urban areas that last part's actually getting stopped uh yeah various districts have sworn they're not going to do that so the postal districts in those areas are fighting back against that particular one but the mail machines themselves being removed was the thing i get the feeling that they're not going to be able to do much more of that though because again it's going to lead to like a lot of bad bad publicity and pushback from the postal workers like they, they do as much as they can, and then the pushback becomes too far, and they can't go any further, but they also don't reset things back the way they were. Right. Yeah. And it's all to control the flow of mail and to slow things down so that the conspiratorial thinking that Josh and I buy into is that they will slow the mail enough that mail-in ballots can't be processed, and then the election will lean more towards the Republicans. Yeah. Which is yeah. stupid, because if there's... And this is a part of logic where... I don't want to say no Republican has logic, but this is where it, it, it kind of loses me it, it, for the, like the Republican conspiracy part. Because I think that this is all orchestrated, obviously. But if you do, if there's mandates that say that there's, um, you know, mail-in voting in states, like I think was it Wisconsin or yeah, Wisconsin that has that. Like if you can get rid of all. Yeah, like if you cut out all the mailboxes, that means the Republicans can't vote either. Like, 
Yeah. Well, the the polling showed that the people who were willing to mail to, to do mail-in voting over in-person voting were, were predominantly Democrat. However, that is based on like any number of factors that may or may not have been taken into account. And the people who most need to do it that are Republican are the senior citizens, and it may just be that they're just not going to vote at all. So it's one of those things of doing the machinations that they're doing may help them, but it may hurt them more because they don't really, like, no one really knows what slowing down the post office is going to do and what constituency it's going to hurt. Like, it's the, the entire system of that president and his administration running is kind of dumb. Right? They don't, they don't know how to think things through. No, it's just a knee jerk reaction yep. for something that doesn't make sense. Like, yep. like, I just don't understand it. And I've even noticed that my own personal mail has been slow as fuck recently. Mm-hmm. Like, like it takes uh, like over a week to get a letter to me now. Yeah. Or it used to take two or three days. Yeah. Um, the, the thing you can do if you're really worried about whether or not your vote counts is to vote early. Most yes. places have early voting. I know Indiana, for instance, has early voting. I think we have to go, if we want to vote in Indianapolis, we have to go down to the city-county building downtown. Uh, so, like, those of us that uh, can actually take a day off, we'll probably just have to go do that. But, like, vote early. Figure out where your po- a voting station is. Should open by early October. Go and vote in person uh, on a day that most people aren't going to go, which is any day besides election day. And get your vote in that way, because if you're there in person, they can't stop you from voting. Right. Yeah, and you can even, you. even request a ballot ahead of time, so it's not so like you, you have to go in. Yeah, you yeah. just walk in, drop it off, and then walk out. Yep. Well, and that's that's another thing that I'm worried about, too, on Election Day. Um, because from what I understand, and I might be, this might just be my own bias, or mm-hmm. uh, I might have misread the information, admittedly, but most of the volunteers typically that run the polling places typically skew you know in the older generations yeah um and a lot of them have already said that they don't feel comfortable because of coronavirus to volunteer yeah Yeah. so that means there's probably going to be some polling places that are closed or exactly so again you're better off voting early the more you can do it in the month leading up to it and take down the volume that hits the few polling places that are going to be open, because there's not going to be as many as there normally are, the better off you are. Take the mm-hmm. take the pressure off of election day itself, and also get your vote counted early so that the... Let, that's another part of the conspiracy. If the lead leans towards Trump early in the day, he's going to try and declare that he's the victor, whether or not that's true, because uh, a lot of states have to certify their election results. And then he'll just try and throw chaos into the air and say that the election was stolen from him. Even if he's actually kicked out of office, he's going to cause such a stink that it could... Maybe it's being too, like, uh, hands in the air, the sky is falling. But it could cause enough carnage that it could damage democracy in this country, which is already quite, kind of really damaged enough right at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So the more you can do to chip away at the lead that Trump thinks he's going to have... To lean it towards the other side, if you don't like Trump, obviously. That's what yeah. we're talking to right now. Do it early. Get it in. That way your vote counts as much as it can and helps to make things seem more standard and better and less conspiratorial. Yeah, so. and and like I, I think anyone who says that Trump isn't, regardless of if he wins or not, like the... 
there's going to be some massive civil unrest regardless of what happens. No matter what happens. <laughs> but one side or the other is going to be super upset. And you're yes. going to get like like riots that put hockey riots to shame out in the streets mm-hmm. either way. Yep. It's just, yeah, that's where we're at with our democracy at this point. That's how damaged it is. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if what we have is even a... It's a republic. Um, it's not a true democracy. Yeah, it's a republic. But one one thing that I've been seeing because in the polling and whatnot, uh-huh. if you look at polling that has like, would you, it's like, uh, would you vote for Biden or Trump? It's a pretty evenly, you know, fifty fifty split. But if you look at polling that as the Libertarian candidate, uh, Joe Jorgensen, is that her name? I think so. Um, it becomes like Biden's at like a f- almost 50%, but then the Republican ticket split 25-25. That's funny. So, uh, most just the deliver- polling, Most polling I've seen nationwide has actually put Biden at least double digits up on Trump. So like 10 points or higher. Yeah, I find yeah. it a hard time to believe polls anymore, given what happened yeah. last oh. time. But <sighs> Well, the millennials, and I can say this because I am a millennial. I'm an yeah, older millennial. Fuck. You're a millennial too. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, he's Gen Z. No, no Gen, Z... Gen Z. Gen Z is uh, that. That's the next that's, one. Gen yeah. Y is millennial, but um, technically the year I was born and still puts me at Gen X. Oh really? Yeah, just Gen on the X. outer edge. Yeah, yep. this, just the last I'm in year the, of it. Yeah, I was in the the Zennial one yeah. where it's like right between millennial, but I'm technically it, millennial according to the government. It's, but it's it's how I feel. I feel like Gen Y is really a slightly different mini generation between Gen X yeah. and millennial, and it like really is. most of us fit into that in there because yeah, like cause... we 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 have attitudes more in line with Gen X, but we had the mm-hmm. internet exactly, up, which changes us. Yeah, yeah, um, but. We didn't have the internet, or, well, I didn't anyway. Like, it wasn't widespread when I was, like, a kid kid. Like, I still yeah. did, like, Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. Yeah, the best but, you could do was, like, a BBS at, uh, at like, yeah. elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. I can do Mad Libs on the computer. I can talk to someone, and they'll respond to me eight hours later. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... This is so much better yeah. than the phone. But... Millennials just decided not to vote because angry, uh, yeah, because they were angry about the Bernie thing, which admittedly does did suck, and then it made the Democrats look like crybabies. I mean, but like, I guess for those people that actually liked Bernie, I he always and I know I've said this before, but he always comes to, across to me as like an angry, kind of like mad in the eyes old man. And oh, I, I can't, love that. I can't vote for that. I can't. I, I, I even feel before like Trump. Even before. I couldn't vote for that. I feel like he's uh, like uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah, I don't want Doc Brown leading this country. I don't want him going over to Libya, stealing a bunch of plutonium, and traveling back to the 1950s. That is not the kind of leadership we need, okay? (laughs) It is. (laughs) But but I think that the millennials and younger have learned their lesson about what happens when you do that. Because we had that happen with the Bush Carey thing with with the older millennials and gen x people i think so it's i think there'll still be some that protest vote but i don't think the protest vote is going to be anywhere near as big this time around especially when they a lot of people realize it's not just president that's on the line but it's uh senate increasing the lead in the house 
and judges, because a lot of people mm-hmm. are realizing if they let Trump back in office and the Senate continue to be in control of the Republicans, who's going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, a, lot I mean, of a lot of them. about her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of those. Yeah, I actually, I, I, I buy into the one where she's actually a Terminator and her programming is just slowly dying. <laughs> I read that she's actually dead and that it's like a weird mech's headroom thing when she's on camera. What? Yeah, there's there's people that were saying that, and I was like, "What the oh fuck?" So we just does it have the day glow backgrounds? Because I don't know. I would I would support that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at this point, I think AI would make a better Supreme Court than what we have. She, she really has been uh, kind of a drive for most of women's rights and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's a leader with yeah. technology. I, I I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. She just uploaded herself into the cloud. I'm okay with that. Uh, RBG.net. <laughs> so she'll never get off of the, uh, the Supreme Court. Nope. She'll be there forever. Anyway, we got anything else? I mean, uh, it's, mainly, it's mostly politics. It's, and, it's yeah. all politics. And then yeah. just a little DC. Hey, anyway. COVID is still going on. Wee! FYI. What's yeah, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want to feel like we're minimizing that because we at least mentioned it a few times. But yeah, people are still stupid. Oh, yeah. Governments yeah, are still opening. Really are. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, even though the governor said, oh, yeah, if things get bad, we'll roll things back. Nope. Nope, no rolling back. Everyone's just trying to maintain being open and just spreading the virus around further. America's kind of dumb. 1,800 per day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe, I mean, for the for the sake of the environment, if the, the coronavirus zombie apocalypse happens, that wouldn't be entirely bad. I already said, I'm very disappointed mom didn't turn into a zombie because she died. <laughs> I was really hoping for nice. her to be patient zero. Well, well, we had her cremated, so she couldn't. Oh, no, but she should have turned before we had her cremated. Uh, true. That would have been amazing. <laughs> anyway, but I no, think... she had to die like a regular person, and then we had to cremate her. Whatever. I think we're good at this point. So... This has been Nerd News from Not So Live at Asteroid G. I am Mike Finkelstein. I'm Josh Schaefer. I'm Queen Bee. And I'm Sparks. And we will see you next time.